0: My name is Allison, and I am the creator and host of this show. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about what it means to really take care of yourself. It's not uncommon for us to hear about topics such as stress management and finding time for yourself in a busy world. But what does this really mean? Now, today's episode is a little different from normal. So instead of providing data and definitions about a certain world issue, I'm going to just give you some inspiration that you can hopefully build upon. This episode will be short, sweet, and to the point, but hopefully just as gratifying. So, speaking of gratifying, in the age of instant gratification, as today's world is often called, it is harder than ever to get a moment truly to ourselves. Even more so, if we should be so lucky to have that rare moment, many of us feel guilty for not accomplishing earth-shattering successes or checking in with social media or news sites. Over the past couple of years, we have witnessed an increase of uh, self-care movement, as it's been called, with the notion of destigmatizing the concept of just taking time with yourself to do nothing other than enjoy your own company. And it is often inspiring. I definitely notice that when I'm looking through social media, there will be nice posts on you know, how to take care of yourself, reminding you to take a break, encouraging you, letting you know that you're doing a great job just being human and that you don't need to be anything more. that's really, really great. However, we do live in a capitalistic society, so it's really not that surprising that self-care has become somewhat of an industry of its own. Tell me if you've seen these ads. Be stress-free with our eucalyptus candles. Indulge in one of our weekend getaways. Buy yourself one of our coziest pairs of sweatpants because you've earned the right to be comfortable. Sound familiar? Well, as a result of these ads, Many of us have come to believe that unless we buy these candles and sweatpants, we will not be relaxing properly. So what I think needs to be clarified is what self-care really means. What self-care really is, is just looking after your future yourself rather than spoiling yourself right now. So it doesn't mean buying fancy bath salts or gorging yourself on pizza and chocolate. And while sometimes that really is the right choice to have that night in where you make arguably poor decisions, It's seldom the proper choice in a self-care scenario. I got really lucky when I was doing research for this podcast uh, episode, and I came across an article by Forbes magazine that recently came out, and they were citing self-care as a discipline, meaning that it really is a matter of recognizing and honoring your priorities as opposed to just, you know, literally spoiling yourself in that moment. So maybe your priorities include getting more sleep or getting more fit or dedicating more time to your job or to your family. Some suggestions that Forbes had was to turn off the TV instead of watching another episode of The Crown, for example. I know I'm addicted, as can all be, to that show right now. Um, But instead of watching another episode, they suggest you should probably get to bed because you know that alarm is going off at 5 a.m. so you can get to the gym. Another suggestion they have is to maybe decline having that second drink at the holiday party at your office. Or maybe that means not even taking a first one in your case. Sometimes it also means saying no to the thing you don't want to do, even if someone's going to be angry at you. This is something I more recently figured out how to do, and it really does make a difference in uh, taking care of yourself to not feel like you have to do something just because somebody wanted you to and then you feel all guilty and you feel stressed out and it's it's not good. So if you can learn how to not always say yes to every single thing, that can do a lot of good for you. Another thing they suggest is maintaining financial independence. Certainly there are stages in your life where this isn't possible, but I think it's a really good thing to strive for. Another thing that Forbes suggests is doing work that matters. Once again, this is one of those things where at certain stages in life, you might not really be able to do that. But if you're able to do work that matters, it makes a huge impact on your ability to feel good about yourself and about life. Even if the work is hard or stressful, going home at the end of the day, knowing you did something that truly mattered is a really good way to take care of yourself. And finally, The other suggestion they had was to let other people take care of themselves. And this doesn't speak to when your family member is going through a crisis or a friend is in serious need of help, perhaps moving into a new place. But what this does mean is that if there is somebody in your life who seems to be in constant crisis, and it really seems that they're creating their problems for themselves... Maybe it's time to take a step back and decide whether or not it's really worth your energy to always be the first point of contact for them when they're going through yet another crisis. The ideas that Forbes suggests are arguably more fulfilling and helpful in the long run compared to gorging yourself on snacks and binge-watching Netflix. And the reason for this is because they establish healthy habits upon which you can rely if your life gets hectic establishing a routine of sorts. Even if you're somebody who likes changing up things in life, I definitely can relate to this. It doesn't matter how much you like to have a lot of change and something exciting in your life. If you don't have things that you can rely on, you eventually will start to stress out and maybe even panic a little. (laughs) Now I think it's really important to establish what is normal stress that you need to escape from and what is maybe something a little more severe. If it seems that life is going really well, but you're feeling anxious or sad, and there's really no clear reason as to why, this may warrant a visit to the doctor just to make sure there isn't something else going on. Getting screened for your mental health and emotional well-being is just as justified as other forms of self-care, and there's no reason to feel embarrassed by it. It is far more common than you could imagine. So, to wrap things up, keep these two main points in mind. One, Self-care does not have to mean buying bubble bath and junk food. And two, self-care is better described as a form of discipline that takes care of your future self. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kindcast. Please subscribe and share any and every episode that has inspired you to be a better person. Until next time, this is Kindcast.